0: Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is...
1: Welcome. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Aaron. Uh, Also, we have joining us, uh, as always, Mr. Tim Malloy. Hey. And Keith Denny. What's going on, sir?
2: What's happening, man?
1: Not much, not much. And real quick, we want to give a shout out to some of the people listening to us from uh, apparently all around the world. We really appreciate y'all out there. Um, Let me double check because I don't want to start naming places that ain't really present. So let's look okay, again. Mongolia, yeah, Mongolia. What's up, Mongolia? Appreciate you, man. Canada, Canada. Yep, got Canada. South in the Africa, South, A- South Africa.
0: South Africa. Eleven, 11 people, in people. In South Africa,
1: man. We loving y'all, man. Please spread the love, man. Mm-hmm. We, we really appreciate that. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, we got Colombia in the house. Australia, India, China, Japan, Denmark. What else we got? Uh, Hmm. which one is that
0: <laughs> uh it starts with an se is that sweden that could oh, be that is
1: hmm. mm, yeah, my geography's t- yeah that is sweden actually romania uh oh damn mm. let's again. just say
0: i hope all these people have netflix because that's <laughs> what we're talking about this week so
1: yeah we we're gonna be on netflix italy uh Man, it's all over the place. And, and that's that's wonderful, man. Um, we're going to continue to try to give y'all some fun stuff to talk about. Um, and I don't know, so we were talking about Atlanta again very briefly um, just because I was ranting and raving again about consequence within the show. The latest episode was interesting, but uh, I got the yeah, same... Same. L- last
0: week you talked about how there's murders on the show that never seem to get resolved. Not really murders. I guess that's for a court to decide. Homicides on the show <laughs> um, that never <laughs> that never really get resolved. Um, and this past week there was some other stuff that never got resolved.
1: Uh, yeah, there's. Well, there are several things that almost happened. I'm not going to ruin the episode for since we're not going to jump to the uh, the entire thing, but. Uh, it's a story about Van and her friends going off to a party uh, at a mansion, Drake's mansion in particular, and they're there to liven up the Instagram, get a picture with Drake, all that goodness uh, on the New Year's Day party, and shenanigans into, But among the things that happen, and people really seem to be, I don't know, like I've listened to a lot of conversation about this since the episode came out last Thursday, and like Van has a situation where she potentially is going to she's in a very dangerous situation with a stranger who may be trying to get down where they're completely alone and nobody would know so
0: yeah it's like a really nice way of saying he wants to like you said he like wants to rape her
1: well i said that previously before we began recording i said get down so yes for those who don't know uh, yeah.
0: the way the way you the way I first heard, it, I was like, oh. And then the second time, it sounded like not as bad. Yeah. Oh, so well,
2: Yeah. Get down and rape is two different things. Man. Get down can
0: also mean rape. Get down can nah,
2: also mean all
1: kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. Get down don't mean rape though. Get down is more I, consensual.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. My mistake. Yeah. All right. Let me let me get my syntax in order. You're right. But yeah, I don't know. It it was uh yeah, dude was clearly lying several times, and they let you know she knows that dude is lying. She damn it, looking at the camera, breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, like it's it's weird. Uh, I recommend looking at it. It's, it is a good episode. I I thought it was uh, enjoyable, but there are some things that are just lighting a fire under my ass. I just can't stand watching that. Some of it, <laughs> some of it, it breaks out, but. Um, I don't know, so, man, what else has been on y'all radar lately? Like, there's been so many things going on. Like, I just... Oh, New God of War coming out? Man, I'm so hyped. Too hyped for God of War on Friday.
2: No,
1: and now, Tim, Tim looking like, I don't, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Out I, I,
0: think that, I think that's a video game? <laughs> yes, PlayStation 4 game. Oh, yeah? It's okay. It's the biggest release of the year. Okay, alright. It hey, isn't on... Um... Uh...
1: Yeah, it's got Kratos, the, uh, I guess, formerly the Greek God War. He killed all the Greek gods. Spoiler alert. I mean, it's been years and years since the game's ended, if you care about this kind of thing. But now he's in the Norse mythology somehow. We don't know how this situation is turning out. But I, well, I said, maybe people know. I'm not reading any spoilers or reading reviews or nothing. The embargo was broken last week. I don't give a damn. I'm not touching any of that stuff until I play the game this week.
2: So um, Infinity War comes out next week, right? Oh,
0: was it next week?
2: Oh, yeah. I, can't, I, can't I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. So that's... Right. I'm shocked that um, Tim ain't seen it yet. Get, get
0: no, the first one's t- Monday. T- There's a dude in my office who gets to go on Sunday Oh, wow. to go see it. Umberto Gonzalez is going to go check it out and talk to talk to all the people involved. I i just... You hate I him right now? This, like, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been to this type like, of movie in a long time. I, like... I'm torn between wanting to like see every single movie before it comes out, and just leaving my brain completely blank, and I can't decide what to do.
1: So, have I ever told you my secret sauce to make this the movie that will break every record for movies <laughs> in the galaxy? No. All right, hear me out. Right, hey Marvel, check this out. This is what you do. Everybody who's ever been in a Marvel film, I and I'm just I'm just throwing this out there because it's possible, right? To my understanding, <laughs> I mean, you'd have to really look to find a person who's made a film for a Marvel property that's passed away. So Thanos is doing all this crazy stuff and boom, boom, boom. And then suddenly, you know, he he's doing some of stuff. He's opening up pockets in the, in the multiverse. Oh, wait a minute. What is that? Is that is that another Spider-Man? Is that? Is that <laughs> Hobie
0: McGuire? Wait a minute. Is that is that Wesley Snipes? Is that Blade coming out? Dude, did you read my Twitter? No. I had the same thing where I want them. I want their. You know that scene in um, X Men: uh, First Class where they go and try to pick up Wolverine, and Wolverine's like, "Nah, fuck off."
2: Yeah.
0: I want them to do that, but they go to Ghost Rider and um, Blade. <laughs> and Ghost Rider and Blade are like hanging out, like they have like a vampire killing business or something. And then they're like, yeah, no way Iron Man. The,
1: uh, Spider-Man <laughs> animated series from the 90s.
0: <laughs> they're like, get out of it. Get out of here, Iron Man. And then at the end you have like Blade and Blade and Ghost Rider like on bikes coming in and save the day, kill Thanos. Oh my god.
1: I mean the the possibilities are endless, man. There's so much stuff you could do. Come I in cuz suddenly the X-Men could like walk through and be like So what's going on, guys? Like, oh. Cuz thing they they just Merge Marvel and Fox. Well, not just Marvel and Fox, but you know, like the the Disney Fox people have a deal now. I mean, we could see some X Men suddenly kinda walking through and slashing up things. Just, see. I
2: think um, what's essentially going to happen. I think they're making two of them. I'm assuming. I think. I think the,
1: it is super. I right? think
2: in the first movie they're gonna try to shock people and have like a lot of people die.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and and then in the second movie. They're gonna probably use the time stone to go back in time, so that everybody will be back alive, and then they'll defeat Thanos uh, in that particular time.
1: Now That's that is that is the plot everybody would expect. So I'm not saying it's a bad plot. Um, I think you can very you can definitely make it very interesting. But I, I'm really curious to see because that is a really cool way to do it. I guess the question would be, and it'd be a
2: callback to Doctor Strange too, because that that would happen at the end of uh, Doctor Strange was how, how the um, time stone played that particular role towards the end.
1: Yeah, the question would be... Yeah, that was cool. They're mm-hmm. going to have to let Thanos get all six stones, at least for a little bit. Now, whether that happens at the end of this movie or what is unclear, but most of the time in the films, what they end up doing is... Well, not the films, giving be the comic book stories. They find a way to make Thanos feel so... Like, they, they play to his ego in such a way where they're like, well, you can't beat us without using all six stones. Or, you know, and the and was like, I can just use the power stone. I don't need blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's like that kind of thing. Um, or they play on his love of death and find some way to make him, you know, just focus on things in such a way where he loses sight of the, you know, bigger yeah. picture as far as keeping people so, under his, his uh,
2: power. Ultimately, the only way to defeat him is by tricking him. There's really yeah. no other way to beat him. Like
1: Yeah, I mean you're not gonna outmaneuver you know, him with, with power or strategy. Yeah.
2: You gotta use you gotta use his own ego to beat him. I remember at one point like in the in the Infinity Gauntlet uh comic book, the only the main thing I remember was when Cyclops did some real strategic shit towards Thanos. You remember what that was? Like he, he knocked him off his game way. for a second. And it pissed Thanos off so much, he created like a bubble around him. And he did something to where it made him do his optic blast until he suffocated himself in the, in the bubble that he created around him. It was like some real like fucked up shit. Like he got pissed off. But I was like Cyclops, did, he, what he did, I can't remember exactly what he did, but it knocked Thanos off of his game. And it was very strategic. And so Thanos I think,
1: like, you know what, nah, what you it. just uh, said to me? Sound yeah. like next week we doing a whole episode about Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet series and all that. That's what it sound like to me. Works for me.
2: Yeah, that would be cool. Hey, um,
1: let's do it. I got the books. I just haven't read them in years. So um, Yeah, I need to go back
2: and read them. Yeah,
1: let's do um, it. And also, uh, I also have, um, I, I don't know if you guys have read this. This is a much more recent series. Um, <sighs> Shit, what's it called? It, it was by Jonathan Hickman. It came out about three or four years ago. I think it was just oh, called yeah. Infinity. And Thanos yeah. comes to Earth, and he just does his thing. And it, it it's a really interesting story. I actually have all those in a uh, hard copy. I had to find them, but they're here. Um, yeah, we, sh- we should we should go through and talk about some of these Thanos stories where he gets the Infinity Gauntlet and has like this ultimate power. He comes to Earth, and then things go down. Mm-hmm. Although that last story includes the Thunderbolt. Uh, Crew, uh, so or, or what do they call them now? Um, shit, the Inhumans. Oh yeah. and As we know, they they kind of kind of didn't work. Pan out.
0: That property has to go away for like seven years
1: and then try know. again. I really I, so, I didn't
0: watch any of it. Was it that bad? I I have nothing against it, but it just didn't catch on with people at all.
2: You know what's good that people don't ever talk about, but I thought it was good was the Runaways. The, uh, I
1: haven't
2: seen that yet. Yeah, it's actually pretty decent. I, I, it. I, like, I like the comic. I think the Legion is probably pretty good. Like probably the best out of like some of the like just regular Marvel shows. I think mm-hmm. Legion was probably my favorite. But um Really? It's Better also, than Daredevil? No, 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 no. I'm saying regular Marvel <laughs> shows like that's not oh, the Netflix oh, oh, shows. Oh non Netflix Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. All right. All I'm not right,
2: counting cause... the Netflix shows. I'm thinking. I was more like,
1: like, hey now, you you hold your horses, mister. Well, you know, oh, it's it's, Legion.
2: Legion is good for different reasons, though. Like, I, I don't t- think you yeah, can, you can compare it to me that. Yeah, you tell Legion though.
1: is good. I still haven't
2: watched it. Yeah, it's it's very trippy. Um, okay. And I wouldn't watch it at night. I watch it when I'm kind of fully up, you know.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, apparently Legion this week is ridiculous. I haven't seen it. I guess yeah, it's I on t- we're real. taping this on Wednesday? Is it Wednesday? Tuesday? It's Tuesday. What day is today? Today's Tuesday. I'm not here either. Yeah. What well, is today? Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's on It's on tonight. The one that's on tonight is apparently completely bananas insane. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like one of the craziest episodes of TV ever made.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Man, see, y'all be hyping me up, man.
1: Like, I got, all right, I got to watch it. I got to watch it. Um, so we'll, we'll definitely, uh, yeah, all right. We're going to, we're doing Infinity War Thanos theme stuff next week. That, that's going to be the bomb. I can't wait. Um, all right, so, very unrelated, but let's get to our main topic. Uh, we had a chance, finally, to all view David Litvin's interview of Jay-Z on Netflix. What's the name of that show again? Um, um, my Next Guest Needs No Introduction or something? Yeah, that's what It's really fascinating. I Actually, I haven't seen the one with, with uh, Obama yet. I saw the one with George Clooney before this. Uh, I want to watch the one with Malala. Uh, Tina Fey is after the one with Jay-Z, but... Uh, the Jay Z one was really interesting. Um, yeah. And, and wait,
0: think, Malala the Malala the little girl who got shot. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he had her. That sounds yeah, amazing. That's yeah. Okay. That's the one before
1: Jay Z actually.
0: Oh, I gotta watch that.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm fascinated. Um, uh, to see the kind of conversation they had. Um, but, but you know, Letterman's in a in a you know he's in a different place now. Um.
2: Yeah, the beard lets you know. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like anytime a man grows. Especially a white man Grow a beard That big They they went through Something like that That's that's a sign Of enlightenment
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that, That's the American Buddha White man Exactly
2: Just like Rick Rubin We saw Rick Rubin On that yeah. episode Like he gotta be like I don't know He's Buddha
1: He always sit With his legs Folding and stuff too But he not bald So I don't know If you wanna count that
2: He is pretty bald Yeah I consider he, he The top of his head He ain't got nothing He just got this shit On the side He bald
1: yeah, how, why do white men mostly bald that way? You think? On like the top? Yeah. Some
2: black guys do my stepfather like that. I'm bald. I mean, I'm, I'm not I choose saying black to be men bald. don't,
1: but like, see, normally, I'll I say this, so like nowadays, normally when that happens, I get why. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that, because like, back in, in, well, I'm taking this off TV, so I don't know how common this is, but a lot of guys used to keep their fro on the side, even if they lost it on the top. That's not as common yeah. nowadays.
0: Um, yeah, white kids like, do that too. They keep like the side over the ears. I guess I just I don't wonder really, why it's not in fashion for, for other folks as much. I don't really get it. Like what's the benefit to have it on the sides? Like then you just have to keep worrying about it, but you don't really get the benefit of like the wavy hair or whatever. Yeah, I'm not like, I'm not hating
1: on it. I, you know.
2: It's like it's you just, holding on to something that you know, it's over, you know what I'm saying? Just give it up. Just cut <laughs> that shit off, you know?
0: Just embrace, yeah. embrace being bald.
2: Yeah, yeah man. Man. be bald and bold and beautiful. But anyway, um, we getting too off topic. <laughs> Talking about <laughs> her style. I'm sorry I brought up the Dude, beard I had, thing.
0: I had the same thought though when it was Rick Rubin and Dave, and they both have the beards. And they was distracting. Like, it was yeah. weird, right? It was like, who's weird is better.
1: But yeah, all right, so l- let me say this though, because I thought this was hilarious. So Rick Rubin. They, they go out of their way, and I don't have the list in front of me, but so like, they're like, we're going to where Rick Rubin is, he's yeah. recorded with, and then they name like all these rap people, then it's like Adele, U-Tune, whoever else. <laughs> so like, all right, so I'm, I mean, and I'm not saying that like as a, as a slight, but so they setting you up like, okay, he gonna show you this place, blah, 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 and he's like, yeah, and here's where Jesus was mixed, and you're like, oh, okay. And so yeah. you're getting into, you're getting into it, and then it's like, all right, let's go check out some artists doing something. And then it's like country. Or well, I mean I, I say country. I don't I forgot what genre it was.
2: It was it was more it's a little R and B popish type stuff.
1: It wasn't R and B though.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it was it was soulful. Yeah, it was uh, something went the... weird. It was yeah, something went weird in that episode where they're like, This is the guy who produced ninety nine problems, he's like yeah, but... this goes back to like run DMC, all this stuff, and then it's like, now let's listen to this like uh, kinda Mumford and Son type groups. Yeah, it was like thing. it was a, tonal,
1: <laughs> so, it was a right. tonal shift that like was kind of weird because like you'd be with Jay and then they go back to them and it. I wasn't mad about it, and then talking about music and the purity of music and how it makes people feel stuff and all that. But it's like I don't want to see that. I want to see Dave since we own this particular host. I mean, host this guest. I want to see Dave going there with a bunch of blunt smoking, crazy ass N word. Can't stop saying it type of dudes. And to see how they reacts. That's what I wanted to see.
2: Yeah, he was in um an environment that's more comfortable for him. But but also let me let me ask y'all this. Do y'all think that that the Rick Rubin part of the show could have been left out and you'd be fine with that? Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, I, like I what, understand. Really, what was
2: the purpose of it?
0: I'd be fine with the whole Rick Rubin episode. But yeah, I would have like, been fine with that. But not the same. Not the same. It was weird to have it as the same episode. It was like these two kind of know each other, <laughs> but like there wasn't a real strong link. Like I thought he was going to interview Rick Rubin about Jay Z. Yeah, and that like, would be like he did oh, supplemental a supplemental interview. He did. For I mean, a he, he talked
1: about him for two minutes, but yeah, like they are are producers. Like, like I can name you some producers he could have gone with. That would have been at least as far as a, of the perspective of here. How how was Jay growing up, and how was he this, and how was that how was he that? Like, you know, so how he talked about Jay Z tells a story about going to London and recording these records that don't, you know, get out in the world, and why he's gone like a secret indictment occurs. That's what Jay Z called it anyway, and all these people get taken away and put in jail, and, and he's not among those because music. Happened to save his life completely by accident, and that's that's a crazy yeah. great story. Why not find one of them people? You
0: know, here's here's what I kind of thought. This is the best case scenario for including all the stuff with the Rick Rubin and the trip to Malibu and all that. Mm-hmm. The best version I can think of. We talked about cultural transfer or like cultural translation. I don't think there's a way for David Letterman to get the story of like solitary confinement at Rikers and stuff like that mm-hmm. to like total Middle America except by making it like as pleasant for them as possible. And I think that that episode made it like a very warm bath to yes, get to that yes, place. Yes,
1: yes, yes, I was going to get there, and Tim beat me there. But yes, that's the reason it's there. And I'm not mad about it. I'm not tripping about it. It's just, for, for my hilarity meter, I just really wanted to see him in a more uncomfortable environment. <laughs> but... <laughs> But no, but I actually I, I wasn't mad. At it. Actually, I thought the artist was cool. I, I like seeing the music and all that. Yeah, she but
2: she could sing. She was gorgeous, beautiful voice. But yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, she she could
2: jam. But I didn't need that shit though.
1: Yeah, that, I, that, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't come here for it. that. You know. Yeah, like it's like yeah. So I was out there on my paper route. You know my paper route. You know what I'm saying? Oh, your paper route. Yeah, yeah, yeah selling crap. <laughs> you know, it's like blah blah blah. Boom. And then, you're like, in a whole new place, and they're like giving you this history of the bus and this. And like, okay, cool. That's alright. Recording music. Alright, we're not talking about Jay anymore. That's fine. And then, like, they went back and they were talking about some more. Like, how's it growing up without your father? Boom, boom, boom. And then, like, hey, you want to hear this girl who's unrelated to Jay Z? Like, well, okay, um, yeah, sure. I
0: guess.
1: <laughs> like, so I don't know. Like, it's, like you said,
0: it's weird to think that like you have the biggest rapper ever. Let's call let's call him I don't know about sales, but he's pretty much the biggest ever. He's gotten the longest, the most success. By his definition of excellence over three decades, he's pretty much the only person who qualifies. Mm-hmm. And that he's the medicine instead of the sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, that they bring in like this that they bring in like this group, the musicians in Malibu to be kind of the sugar. If that's what they were doing. But it felt it felt strange. It felt like Jay on his own is entertaining and interesting enough. Yeah,
2: I was. Right. You had you had to throw in a pretty white girl somewhere in there, I guess. Um, well, that's what I got from it because for a second I forgot what I was watching. I said, "Damn, she yeah, kind of was, was, You like, know, like,
1: <laughs> came in and out three times. It was it was at least twice. Yeah, but, it was a lot. But I don't know, so, man. It was it was a hardship for me. I, I I'm I don't want to keep feeling like we're criticizing it. Because we really enjoyed the interviews. Yeah, I it was... enjoyed it, but
2: I am criticizing the fuck out of that part. But yes. what, what do you all What do you guys think about <laughs> the whole paper route conversation?
1: What about that part?
2: Like, just how David Letterman was starting off the story about how he had a paper route, and then that's when um, Jay-Z <laughs> was talking about his paper route was selling crack. Like, did that... Was that something that stand, stood out to you guys? Like, Well,
1: yeah, it was just, you know, Jay just cracking jokes on him, you know. Um... I, like, I remember. I,
0: I, sorry, I, don't remember no, wait, wait, wait. I remember standing there in in the kitchen listening to that part, and Dave says he has a paper route, and then Jay said he had a paper route, and then I thought of my little brother who had a paper route, and I was like, you know, my little brother's really industrious. Like that's probably why that dude's successful. Like he had a paper route. My brother, who you went and got my wedding ring, with Aaron. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. When I when I forgot my wedding ring at my wedding, Aaron and my little brother ran back and got it. So we got, to, we got to actually get married. Thanks. I don't know if I ever said thank you. That was a pretty you big did, day.
1: You
0: did. That uh, <laughs> but that guy, he's like, he's a go-getter, you know? He's like, and I just thought, like, I think there's something about having a paper route. I think there's something about, like, having early. <laughs> the, fun, the fun thing
1: is this, it was one of those moments We. it was like, white people don't know what he's saying. Just like, you yeah. uh, know, when, you know, last episode that we did, we were talking about how sometimes for... When you're watching Atlanta, it's like, is this a black thing? Is this a Donald Glover thing? And when he said paper route, right, I was like, I don't think Dave or any of the white people in this audience caught what he just said. And I was like, I wonder if he's going to bring it back and mention mention it. And when he did, you just hear everybody go,
0: oh, oh, okay. I, like, uh, I, duh. I, I, was, I got totally fished in. And I was like, well, wait, where do you have a paper route? Because like, like, we lived in New York. like You know where Marcy <clears throat> projects are? Yeah. I'm like, so you just like, I guess you don't need a bike because you can just like walk around okay, all right. And then he says it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, of course. I just fell for it. Yeah. And
0: but. I don't know, like, it,
1: I think what was so interesting, I actually, one of my coworkers was um, talking to me about this. I mean, the reason I actually even thought about this this uh, interview, I didn't even know it happened. And, you know, we, we all happened to come across it in different ways, but she mentioned to me this interview, because she said, I just never thought about the fact that You know, if you're a kid making two thousand dollars a day, and you say like that was that was a day that wasn't even that good, that was just two thousand dollars a day. (laughs) Like God, you see? Like I see why people get out of jail, and then you have a felony, you can't get a job because you got this mark on your record, and you're like, well, I guess I'll be a custodian instead of making two thousand dollars a day on a bad day, sure. Yeah, yeah why not right? but I
2: think I think the reason why I brought up the paper route is the fact that it's sad that that's even a a option to begin with you know yeah that you that you have to resort to instead of having a paper route like David Letterman did was born to be privileged enough to do that which you probably you yeah. ain't making shit you know what you <laughs> what twenty dollars a day yeah. I don't know how much you make doing a paper route. But your but your life not online, you know, and yeah. you're also not damaging your community. But then, well, here's um,
1: crazy about what you what you said there too is you know, um, and and Jay Z alluded to it later on when he talked about, um, I think I don't I don't know all all of his children's names. I think it's Blue, the oldest one. Is that right? Blue eyes, blue Ivy. Yeah, yeah, that's a name. Okay, so he's talking about how. He told her, get in the car, because, like, you know, they had to hurry up, and she was asking all these questions, and then she was like, Daddy, I I really didn't like how you told me to get in the car the way you told me to get in the car, and he was like, Mm -hmm. that was just, like, the most precious thing I'd ever heard. You know, she's six, and, like, these are her concerns, and, you know, it is a privilege to be able to have a paper route, to have that kind of thing be, like, the biggest concern for you, not, like, you know... There's like some really dangerous stuff going on outside all the time. Now, yeah. as a father right now, my son is 13 months old. And we live in a neighborhood where that will never be a concern of his, as things stand now. And yeah. you know, as a father, that makes you feel great. Um, that that you know, your child will never have to see some of the things you had to see growing up and I know for my parents that was rough and and they were able to eventually get to the point where that would never be something I had to deal with again but as you were saying Keith I mean like that is a real privilege but it's it's interesting because his experience um, what people consider like almost like a quintessential uh, uh, stereotypical kind of black experience like haven't seen crime, haven't seen drug stuff, haven't seen whatever else like He won't experience that, and his experience as a black person will will be, you know, it'll be just as black as mine, but it's going to be a very different experience. It's a very different American experience. And, you know, I don't know, there's there's something interesting about that because he won't, he will have the privilege of not having to ever have somebody reference a paper route that he knows um, in his neighborhood as being part of the drug trade. Yeah, I don't know man Like it, it do make you think It's crazy Yeah that,
2: That's that's why That's why I brought it up Like Because it's That's the first thing that, that came to me Was to Even have the privilege To do something So innocent You know Like my mm-hmm. little brother When we were younger He was pretty much A go getter And he sold chips And Capri Suns At school mm-hmm. And he got in trouble mm-hmm. For it actually You know so you pretty much yeah. Got in trouble <laughs> but that's that's like the most, you know, that most I guess innocent thing to be in trouble for selling chips and candy and shit.
1: You can't know? be no entrepreneur here. Well, actually, I mean the whole thing's the school wants to, you know. I mean they selling the chips too. They can't be happy. Yeah, they like we
2: can't have the students selling chips. We can't have them being entrepreneurs. We're just gonna teach them to pretty much be slaves. Because <laughs> that's really what happened. I know this is a whole nother conversation, but that's all high school teaches you.
1: Well, you're talking about just how to, how to follow orders?
2: That's it, DN. end. Like, you, you go to high school, <laughs> then they tell you, you go to college, then they tell you to go get a job, work that job, then you die. The so, so, actually,
1: I was talking to somebody <laughs> in Memphis not too long ago about this, how, um, like, so this guy, he, he went to jail at an early age, and uh, so he had a hard time early on, like, getting a job. So he ended up just going to a trade school, doing some stuff. And, you know, he ain't making a lot of money. But he's like, man, look at these suckers you went to school with with all this damn debt. I ain't got Like, I don't make a lot of money, but I ain't got no debt. He's like, I'm getting to the point where I can, like, you know, get my own house comfortably. You know, I got my car paid off. You know, I take care of my kids. It's no big. But, you know, I got people with tens of thousands of dollars of debt for what? And they can't even get a job. They they work in for me, you know, and yeah. they got you know thirty forty thousand dollars a day. It's like, man, that's insane. That's a Yes, yeah. yeah, I couldn't argue.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all like a racket. It's some mafia type shit. Um,
0: that's like that's that's like the soft. I don't know how to put it. The soft way of controlling people. I mean, like the hard way of controlling people is like you will go here, you will do this, you will do what I say. But then there's also like, oh, you owe me you know, $60,000 in student loans or you owe me whatever ridiculous amount where you're still under somebody else's control in some way and you really don't have that much control over where you can move, what jobs you can take. I mean, you think about what kind of job, people who are forced into, this is like a very, you know, high level, you know, first world problem. Mm -hmm. But the microcosm version is like lawyers who rack up this ridiculous amount of money in law school going to law school, and then they just have to go work for, like, a corporate firm. There's yeah. no chance that they're going to use their degree for good. Mm. No, not at all.
2: I'm not saying that, the,
0: the I'm not saying everything law. that, yeah, 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 I'm not saying everybody who works at a corporate law firm is evil or something, but, like, you're not, you're not out there, like, trying to change housing rules. You're not out there trying to free people who are innocently convicted. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Yeah. You're, I, hadn't, I
2: hadn't even thought
0: about it that way, but it's really funny. Yeah,
2: pretty much you're not Matt Marta or something. You're not Daredevil.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, that is the funniest
2: shit. Um. Yeah, most definitely
1: I mean, that's how they get doctors too You know, or people Def- in Yeah, most definitely, them, you
2: know? but they're able to pay off their student loans normally
1: I, Yeah, but like I, I'm not finna, man, we need to get back to the actual interview But that gets into stuff about like how insurance works And, you know, rising hospital costs And so on and so forth They be charging people arm and leg for freaking Tylenol
0: and a band-aid
2: all I know. It's
0: funny, I have, I, have a, I have a friend who um, who just ended up, she became, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say of what she's told me, but she ended up just like studying debt and how like so much of our economy is based on, on debt. And the more you know, like the more terrifying it is. Oh, she, yeah. She, she's yeah, this- just like, oh, yeah, everything you do, everything you buy, everything is like, what they're actually selling is debt. And you're deeper and deeper in their debt. And it's just like, okay.
2: Yeah, this country is ran out debt. But anyway, I think we are getting off subject. Was there anything uh, else that stood out to y'all about the interview? Well, yeah. I, I mean, look, there's
1: plenty. It's just we we kind of jumped all over the place there. Yeah, we just talk
2: a lot. That's it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I mean I, one thing I thought was really funny was, um, I mean, Jay-Z didn't know it was, like, combative. But, like, some of the, the things that Letterman was asking, I mean, they were leading questions. Um, yeah. Like, so are you and Kanye friends or are yeah. you not friends? Or and and uh yeah, I don't know, that was funny.
2: He's he he a good job. Kanye West, are we friends?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he threw it back on him like three times on three big ones. It was yeah. the Kanye question. I forget the second one, but the third one was when when Dave brought up his like affair scandal. Yeah. And
1: Oh, hold on. before Jay, like, before you
0: get there, the the, the second yeah. one was, uh, who's a rapper
1: who's successful oh, and yeah. can't rap, and he was like, who's someone <laughs> on TV on late, late night? Not funny at all. That's not funny. Yeah. He was like, okay, fair enough.
2: He's like, nah, I'm not finna just be busting people out out
1: here. <laughs> I'm sorry too. What what was the what was the third one you were thinking of about the affair?
0: The third one was the big one about the affair. Like, first, I couldn't believe Jay put him on the spot like that. I'm sorry. I but, couldn't believe Dave put him on the spot like that. Well, I'm, I'm sure but, he but probably first, broached it,
1: the, as in may I mention this.
2: Yeah, like, he put himself on the spot first.
1: Yeah, he did. And then, yeah, so that's
2: so he kind of opened it like we're having an open conversation. Because even after Jay, Jay-Z had pretty much said what he said, it kind of felt like they just having a conversation with each other because they had a similar experience. And they both yeah, came they out said, better from the experience.
1: Yeah, and they said, you know, I don't have anyone in my life that I can talk to about this who's gone through it this exactly. way. And yeah. I thought that was uh, that was really revealing of their relationship. I thought that was like, you know, um, know that, was, that was an odd touching moment. And it's weird because it I, yeah. I, I can already hear people like, you know, in our mentions going, hashtag me too. What the hell are you talking about? These men, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, honestly, you know, and, and, you know, you guys have been in relationships. And, you know, it's like relationships are hard, man. Like a lot of it's you're battling ego and, you know, really learning to be selfless. Um, I, I don't know if you ever just stay in that zone, you might have a, a moment where you, you kinda hit that nirvana of selflessness, but you're never gonna stay there. You gotta constantly balance that out. Yeah. And you know, for them to, you know, kind of be as candid as they could and, and, and yeah. kind of speak to going to therapy and working on themselves and, you know, doing what they could to continue to be better men mm-hmm. and better husbands mm-hmm. and better fathers, I thought was was really Important because I mean, honestly, I don't know many people who are married who have not had issues. I'm not saying people who
0: like everybody has issues.
2: I'm saying you gotta think regular people have issues, and these are famous men, famous, rich and famous. So, I I mean, I make little to nothing, and I will still have problems when I'm in a relationship. Even you know, regular guys have women that come to you, and you you gotta be like, ah, nah, I'm cool. And it's easier to do it when you ain't got much. But when you famous though, she. That's why you you need, like you said, therapy, and you also need a cock blocking ninja. Oh, oh,
1: wait, oh, you.
0: This is a callback to. (laughs) This keeps longstanding theory that this is what you need to make a relationship work is you need somebody to be between you and anybody you Uh might potentially cheat with. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, uh, like, do mind, uh, like it's uh, breaking more, down how your cock-blocking ninja
1: will work again. I forgot how you, you broke this down before.
2: First off, you got to hire somebody that's very low-key, someone that, you know, people don't really notice, you know what I mean? But he real good, like with martial arts, he can do like the little takedowns and stuff. And you explain to them the type of women that you attracted to. You go ahead and explain it to them. If you got pictures of famous women that look like the women that you attracted to, show that to them. So the moment they come close to you in your vicinity, <laughs> they know when to block them. Pop, 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 pop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, no, that way, no
0: actual harm comes to these women. Yeah, I mean, the, the takedowns are soft takedowns. A, true, a well, true ninja can deflect without hurting anyone.
2: I want him to have a move that can put them to sleep, but not hurt them. You know what the
0: I'm ultimate, saying? Ultimate
1: move, ultimate
2: move. Like when, <laughs> hit a pressure <laughs> point, like, uh-huh. And then, you know, just <laughs> politely, just lay her down on the ground and, you know, we go on about our business, you know?
1: I mean. That is
0: like something Daredevil used to do where he would like touch somebody like on their forehead, like touch their forehead and their shoulder and they would just like fall gently to sleep.
1: That's mm-hmm. the non-Netflix.
0: Version. Yeah, that's the old, that's the old Frank Miller Daredevil when he was like enlightened
1: yeah, and not fighting. Net, right now, Netflix Daredevil, man, he act like he's mad Batman all the time. He just be breaking yeah. up and shit.
0: Like, it's
1: it's really not bad
0: as, um, you don't want him as your ninja. He will hurt people.
1: Yeah, like this is like Ben Affleck, Batman, Daredevil. Like, <laughs> he just fuck everybody up. Like, but so, nah, you don't want him as your cop blocking ninja. you be getting sued all the time.
2: Yeah, but, and then, you know, two day holiday business just out there for the public <laughs> and stuff. Like, <laughs> the, the, other
0: think, the, just, the other thing I got from watching that, because I watched it right after. All the Coachella stuff with Beyonce, where Beyonce just, Jesus, like man. Oh I'm God. not, I'm not okay. I, I know there's like whole SNL sketches about this. I'm not like a giant Beyonce fan. Like I get it, I like her, she's good. But like when when I was looking at like Twitter Saturday night, and everybody's just like, this is the second coming of Jesus, you know? And I was just like, okay, it was good. But, but anyway, whatever. No one cares what I think about Beyonce. But like, it made me realize. I feel like I should just take all that out. It made me realize, like, <laughs> it, made me, it made me realize, like, marry well. Marry well. Like, marry, marry the right person. Because, like, Jay's at the point in his career where he can kind of sit back and, like, answer questions and banter with David Letterman. And if he never records another song, he's fine. Like, his place is secure. Yeah. But, like, Beyonce is, like, peaking right now. Exactly. I mean, and they have a good union. I yeah. mean, they went through everything they went through. And she's, like, he could more or less retire if he wanted to, and she's still going further and further. Yeah,
1: he could be yeah. a stay-at-home it, dad. Yeah, and no one would say
0: and, anything. People would be like, good for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know, I think they complement each other really well. I mean, the... You know, so... I'm not, I'm
0: not saying... I, that sounded like I was taking a shot at stay-at-home dads. I just mean, like, sometimes no. people will go, like, oh, why aren't you... There's a double standard about stay-at-home moms and stay-at-home dads that sucks. It
1: yeah, well, shouldn't be. One thing I was going to mention, too, this is... You know, um, it's a similar situation, and I don't even remember who the heck her fiance is. But Cardi B being cheated on by um, her fiance
2: is, is, is Offset.
1: It is Offset.
2: Yeah, I
0: was gonna say that. I feel like that's wrong. I don't know.
2: Yeah, her, don't, um, did Offset
0: Did Offset cheat on Cardi B? I don't Man, think. Don't I don't that.
2: think he he didn't cheat what? on her. I ain't heard Man, about me, that.
0: I, let, let me put my glasses on. Y'all yeah. making me feel like I'm crazy. Hold yeah, on. I think, she has. I think that's, that's, she has that whole verse where she's offset like 15 times. Yeah, she be like,
2: yeah. she be like, "Cody, put the pussy on offset." I oh, oh
0: let, <laughs> let me get my wife. Let me get my wife.
2: No, she um <laughs> he didn't he didn't cheat on her from my knowledge. I know he right. got other baby mamas, and she just uh
1: look, man. Hey, hey, he um, all right, I have I not not for very long. I just I just wanted you to confirm and I confirm. Offset cheating on Cardi B, right? Oh, yeah.
2: For sure, yeah. Okay. All right. But, oh, thank you, honey. Thank You're welcome. have to part now. Yeah. Um, I still USA don't think this. Yeah, see,
1: there, there was a video and everything. Y'all making me feel like I'm tripping.
2: When did this? USA... This must happen Cardi yesterday.
1: Yeah, Cardi B posted the video of Offset cheating. And she talked about
0: it on her album. Yeah. See? I'm not crazy. And USA, <laughs> USA Today says, Cardi B addresses her fiance Offset's cheating rumors in new song.
2: Yeah, they can hear you. Because I don't want to be in the frame. Okay, all right. Um, but cheating rumors what? and actually cheating is a little different, right? I'm I'm not cheating what? Like cheating rumors and actually cheating is different, right? I mean, I don't. Can y'all
1: hear Sarah right now? Sorry.
2: I just don't want to say it, saying it like it's just truth, because <laughs> I have oh, yeah. so, time. To so, research. can
1: you guys hear me right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hold on. So Sarah was going to explain what happened. Okay. So,
2: allegedly, her latest album, Invasion of Privacy, her first debut al- album, uh, The New Goddess. Anyway, she says that if a woman sends naked pictures to her Beyonce or husband, she's going to post them everywhere because you shouldn't be stupid enough to send naked pictures to somebody else's. Man, and then also, um, you
1: know, she was punishing offset, just like airing it all. She's she's a really public figure, yeah. Okay, thank you, honey. Much wow. appreciated. She can explain this better than me because I'm, I'm not following it like that.
2: Yeah, it's it still don't really, they don't necessarily but then again, so
1: here's the question though that
2: he cheated is, on
1: her, <laughs> but one. but did he really cheat on her, or is this like lemonade? Like, is it conspiratorial that? Maybe, uh, oh my God, Solange beat up Jay-Z in the elevator, but it was all a plan. I don't believe
0: that, but you know, some people say stuff like that. No. Uh, I don't assume to know anything about any relationship I'm not in. and yeah, I, only I, don't, know I don't either, so. One, one third of what's going on in my own relationship. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, She's gonna kill I don't me. know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, but, um, I, I do
2: think that's a rumor, though. But anyway,
1: no, nah, but I mean, she did post the video of him with some woman. Now, again, you know, was that a playing thing for publicity or not? I mean, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. But she did put that up. That's not just simply an allegedly blah blah blah. She put that video up.
2: So, how did we get on this? Like, what what was the?
1: Because we would. Oh, oh yeah. Well, first I brought it up, but I was gonna say simply that. Also, there's just this other parallel where Cardi B is saying, I'm going to stay with my fiance and work through it with him. And, and, you know, I say I have to say that, you know, it has been contingent on the women to make this decision to make it work. You know, like the men are like, hey, baby, please, baby, please, baby, please. And they're like, well, all right, we can try to make it work. But of course, you know. There are going to be things that come with that that we'll never know within their relationship. Like, I'm sure Jay Z ain't going out with the boys without having to check his phone all the time and check in. Hey, baby, I'm right here. And I got my geolocation on and (laughs) (laughs) And whatever else. (laughs) So, I don't know. But I don't know. It's interesting because, um, you know, these people, these women are choosing to to keep the family together um, despite the things that. Uh, their significant others have done and you know I I do think that that shows that you know they're it's just interesting to me because I feel like we don't really talk to kids about how difficult relationships are like we make it sound like you just fall in love some shit happens and like it it, it all goes good one or two things happen that it's not an everyday thing of like making sure you're not that you're putting in uh, the work to you know be a good partner like it's just like, oh, you get married and you just you're just there. That's how yeah. we talk to people about it, and it, it, it is working. And people will make mistakes. It's not always gonna be cheating, you know. It may never be that, but there are different ways that you could end up not being a good partner to somebody, you know.
2: But I think the thing about like cheating and infidelity, I think, and um, not even just in the case of these women and and their you know significant others, where these guys are famous, especially in Jay Z. Case you know, rich beyond measure. But Beyonce, she got her own thing going on. Cardi B, they got their her own thing going on. Sure. But like, I think that overall, like women, and I can't speak for all women. I'm not, you know, I can't say I know exactly how women think. But I think there's something to be said about women being more forgiving when it comes to infidelity than men.
1: So you I don't think know if a man had been cheated on by like a celebrity couple. A, a woman who's a celebrity is caught cheating that the man would have a harder time uh forgiving her publicly and staying with
2: her. Yeah, I know for a fact he would. And he might not even stay with her in most cases. And I think I think Listen, reason,
1: Timberlake didn't.
2: Who somebody cheated on I don't know his that situation. Britney Spears. <laughs> he not with you Britney, don't Britney Spears. Have to say what you did. But but
1: I already know. Man, but, so the good, thing, but
2: the thing but the thing Yeah, he he's not with her, but the point <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that um I think women have been conditioned to subconsciously think that men will possibly cheat anyway. I,
1: I Whereas, think you mm, my um I to like almost s- have like have a buffer ready.
0: I think this is like a gender roles, gender, what, what am I trying to say? These are like societal expectations that people put on things. Where, like, I remember going back to Bill Clinton where – I went and interviewed women at a nursing home once about Bill Clinton during the 90s because I'm old. And they were like, oh, all men cheat. All men do that. That's something all men do. And it's just like especially mm-hmm. yeah, with older generations. Yeah. yeah, I think with older generations, people are just like told this is just how this works. And it probably used to be completely true. I think it's less true now. Because I think we're getting more. I think as there's more gender equality, men are sort of taught like if you're in a real equal relationship, you you're going to realize the problem with blowing up that relationship and why it's not worth yeah. it.
1: And like um,
0: the thing, the thing that uh, that really got me about seeing Jay Z and and Dave Letterman together is like if you're a guy, you've probably admired or looked up to one or both of them at some point in your life, and one of the things with cheating you don't know the incredible downside of it until it happens to you. Mm. And it's, it's nice to kind of have like two really public figures out there going like, Hey, this is really, this doesn't feel good. Like you think this is like fun at the time, but if you've blown up a relationship that way, you're just like, Jesus, that was not worth it.
1: Yeah. And your family is what they kept
0: emphasizing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: but I, I was yeah, and it's
0: like it, – it's nice to have like – it's nice to have like you know one of your heroes up there going like, let me give you some advice. Don't do this. Like take it from me. This is not worth it as opposed to somebody going like, I don't know, if your hero is Don Draper or something and you're ah. like, get with as many women as you can. Yeah. Because yeah. you hear a lot of – you hear a lot of reinforcement of like get with as many women as you can and you don't hear a lot of, hey, don't do it. Find the right one. Like settle down, or or
1: don't do it until you well don't do it. don't settle down until you're ready don't don't even attempt right. to settle down until you feel like you're really gonna make an attempt um, exactly. But
2: why? Yeah, sorry. Well, I was gonna say with back to what Tim said about gender equality. What comes also with that that you have more women. Women cheat, but I think yeah. that the overall thing that we're taught is that women don't really do that, and it's more something that men do but women do cheat i think they're a little sneakier when they cheat um and i think that that's why it's so devastating when you when a man finds out that his wife has cheated on him or his girl has cheated on him because we've been taught to think that there's no way that they will do something like that mm. so and and not to look at them as a human being that that is that can be beautiful, that can be wonderful, that can be great, but also can be flawed at the same time, just as much as a man can be flawed.
0: Yeah, the um, whole pedestal thing is really damaging.
2: Exactly, and it's damaging to both both parties. Yeah,
0: that's
1: a good
0: point. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was cool to see it that publicly, um, to hear them talk about it that publicly. Especially on a jet airliner. <laughs> is anybody watching love is that show any good that show is really good okay it's really good it's like it might be a little too la for people who don't live in la but like it's really good they do a good job
1: i will say man it's like la new york they really they know how to placate to to people who stay in those places um, yeah. now I look at New York shows and I'm like oh there's this and there's that, and there's that. Um, yeah. and they never the- show you like <laughs> <laughs> yeah they don't show you the city part
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is like 90% of it yeah. <laughs> they never show like walking down to the subway and it's raining and like some way sealing water is <laughs> falling on your head all these, these decades of law and order and that's never been shown
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god exactly Oh my god, that's that's hilarious. Um, so I don't know. I, th- I think uh, we've been running for quite a bit. Um, and you know we don't want to. We could give y'all a three-hour episode, but we don't think you'll stay that long with us. And plus, we want to give you additional episodes so we can break them up a little bit. Plus, we got some Thanos research to do. Yep. Um, but y'all got anything you like to close on? Um, outside of don't cheat.
2: Nah, no, I got nothing. Right. Tim,
0: if you remember, you? If, you, if you just remember, don't cheat. and can <laughs> stick with that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, take take that from this episode. It'll,
0: it'll, it'll fix many future relationships.
1: So the only other thing I will uh, leave everybody with is if you become rich, uh, take Keith's advice and um, put an ad out on ZipRecruiter, CareerBuilder or something, whatever the hell it is, for a cock-blocking ninja. mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: He could have special <laughs> forces training. Um, <laughs> he could be just like Magnum PI or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. You know, you just gotta know your shit and you gotta be uh, on the lookout.
1: Was Magnum PI like not a drunk? I can't remember anymore. What? Were
2: um, you talking about did S- the show? Yeah, did I just reference. Yeah. Yeah, he was like a, a ex military or something.
1: I mean, you just want somebody who gonna be sober is what I was getting at. You. Like they need to be able to focus. Be on schedule.
2: Yeah, I can did do think it you verbally.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, not going to simulate it. We'll, I mean, it's already NSFW, but we'll get kicked off saying what the cock blocking ninja had to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, so thanks for making it this far. I really appreciate it. Uh, as always, you could leave us a review, um, good, or bad, or whatever. Um, you can reach out to us with uh, some feedback at lowkeypod at gmail.com. We'll be actually putting together a logo pretty soon. We just got (laughs) some generic stuff from Comic-Con right now, but uh, we're going to you know, upgrade everything. At least the audio on fleek, so that's good. Uh, But, yeah, look forward to more content. And next week will, I guess, be our Avengers preview before we get to see the movie pod. Sounds good.
2: Yeah. Cool.
1: All right, man. Y'all take it easy out there.
2: All right. Peace.